This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. I've been on a series. You know, this is my, this is part 11 on Born to Win. And uh, man, this is probably one of my longest series. It's kind of morphed into prayer now. And uh, how many people have been enjoying the prayer uh, uh, series. Amen. It's been pretty enlightening. Um, and so what I, what I do is I endeavor to take you through what I pray on a daily basis. And, um, you know, I pray the Lord's prayer and I break that down. And then I pray the Ephesians prayer. Uh, and we have the Ephesian prayers over there. You should be praying those prayers that Paul prayed for the church so that you would be enlightened, that your eyes would be flooded with light. So you get a revelation of the calling that God has for you. Amen. And um, I'm telling you, the, the more uh, light that we walk in of God's word, the more truth, the more freedom. And I want more freedom. Hallelujah. And, um, and then, um, and so we talked about that, the, the, the Lord's Prayer and breaking that down. Check all that out. And then also um, another prayer that, uh, that we're going to be talking about is the prayer of Jabez. I call it the prayer of blessing. And um, so we're going to be talking about that today. And um, uh, and you probably are familiar with the prayer of Jabez, um, and it's four keys to it. And uh, so we're going to talk about that today. But let's look at our uh, scripture that we've been going with for this series, and that's First John five four and four and five. And it says, "For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is a victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world?" But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So, so, so Jesus um, is making each one of us overcomers. Do you believe that today? And his word can make us overcomers. Amen. And we need to be overcoming in every area of our life. In other words, we need to be winning in our relationships. And we need to be winning in our finances. Can I get an amen there? We need to be winning in our health. Amen. And so I think those are the three things that we need to be winning in. Amen. And I believe that as you as you walk with God, God will help us to get better in all these areas in our lives. We're not where we need to be, but thank God we're not where we used to be. Amen. Amen. And we're moving towards glory. Amen. We're all moving towards that place of perfection. We're not perfect yet, but we're going to be there. Remember what the Bible says when we see Jesus, we'll be just like him. That, that, that really freaks me out because I'm thinking, my gosh, I'm so far from being like Jesus. I mean, I'm getting closer. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And, uh, but, but when we see him, we'll be just like him. Amen. In other words, we're becoming more godly. We're becoming more like God. Amen. Hopefully we're not becoming more like the devil. Amen. Amen. So, uh, so let's look at this. We're looking at the prayer uh, of, of Jabez, and it's a prayer that, that we need to pray that we need to start asking God to give us opportunities to be a greater blessing. And I'm telling you, there's something about, it, you know, a, a selfish life is really the most miserable life. You can tweet that. <laughs> a selfish life is a miserable life. When it's just focused on self, you'll find that, you know, I, I say this a lot, but you, you'll find famous people that, that die early in life. You know, some of them commit suicide. Some of them die of drug overdoses. And, and because, you know, they were living for themselves a lot. They were living to build their kingdom. But when we're living to build God's kingdom, 
Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Then it's not just for yourself. You're living for a, a higher purpose. Can somebody say higher purpose? And when you're living for a higher purpose, it's amazing. When, when God starts using you, you start realizing how valuable you really are. Amen. Now, we are valuable in the eyes of God and we don't have to do anything as in work for our value. But when God starts using us and, we're start, and we start helping other people or we start setting other people free, then that makes our life amazing. Amen. We're like, wow, God's really using us. People are really being set free. Amen. And they can be just set free by your testimony. Amen. And so we're talking about this prayer and it's uh, the, the prayer of blessing. And, and the reason why we want to pray a prayer of blessing or that, that, that God would bless us uh, so that we can be a, a, a blessing. And so this prayer is found in Chronicles. And what's interesting about, has, has anybody ever read the, the entire Bible all the way through? Amen. Hey, amen. We got some hands raised. Amen. We got some super saints out here. Amen. And uh, praise God. And it's amazing. But, but some of the parts of the Bible is really kind of hard to read through. It, it can, would you agree with me there? It's not that easy, especially in Chronicles. In, in the book of Chronicles, it gives a lot of the genealogy uh, of the tribes and all these names. And you almost get lost reading the names. And so it's, it, it's, it's, it talks about the genealogy and, and all the tribes and all that. But, but then it talks about the, the tribe of Judah. And what, what's really interesting that, that, that the writer was inspired by God to talk about this man called Jabez. And, and he stands out head and shoulders over all these people that's mentioned. And that's really interesting that this man Jabez, is, is, it, there, there's like a magnifying glass Upon his life. And, and it's funny that, that Jabez uh, prayed this prayer that God would bless him indeed. And, you know, it, it sounds to me, you know, are, are you saying that it's spiritual, uh, pastor, to pray that God will bless me? Is that really spiritual? Uh, well, if your heart's right, then it's very spiritual. If your heart's right and you're geared for the kingdom of God, and you want to be a blessing to bless others, then, then, then that is very spiritual. If, 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 you're, if, you're in a, uh, if you're in a place where you're coveting people's stuff and, and, and you're, you're not really living for the kingdom, you're living for yourself, well, that might not be too spiritual. But it is spiritual when you got the right mindset. Somebody say right mindset. And so let's look at this uh, prayer here. And this is in 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 4, 9 through 10. And it says here, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. I want to stop there. That, what, what, what he was saying, when, he, when you put the word indeed... Uh, at the end, that's saying, God, really bless me, not just a little blessing. I, I don't want just a, 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 a thimble full of blessing. I, I, I want a big blessing in my life. So he's saying, God, will you really bless me? How many people want some blessings of God in the house today? Amen. I, I want God to really bless me. And then he says, uh, number two, he says, uh, will you enlarge my territory? Enlarge my territory. In other words, enlarge my realm of influence. Number three, uh, would your hand be upon me? 
And, and, and what, what that really means is, would your anointing be upon my life? Would, would the mark of God be on me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can people recognize God on you? Can people recognize God in your life? Can, 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 can ordinary people recognize that God is moving in your life? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And then, then uh, would you keep me from evil that I may not cause pain? And, and this is the most powerful thing. Uh, uh, he says, so God granted him what he requested. <laughs> God granted him what he requested. So let's look at Jabez and, and, and look at his life for a second. And, uh, you know, when I think about Jabez and, and the Bible says Jabez, you know, his name actually means pain. So that, that his mother bore him in pain. So we don't know really what that really means. It could have been physical pain. It, it, maybe the husband left the family. It was pain maybe, maybe because, you know, she was alone. Maybe we don't know what time of, type of pain she was going through in, in bearing him. Maybe, maybe he was just another mouth to feed and they were poor. I don't know what, what the pain was. But, but this tells me that no matter what people defines you at, um, God defines you greater. And so he came up as pain. And some of you might be going through some pain. Some of you might be dealing with some issues, maybe from your past. Maybe you, you didn't grow up on, on the right side of, uh, of the tracks. Maybe, maybe you, didn't, you didn't have the, all the, all the uh, glitz and the glamour that other people, you know, parents gave their kids. But, but I'm saying that doesn't really matter. What matters is God loves you with an everlasting love. And God has a plan for your life. And that plan is a good plan. And you've got to believe that. And, and I, I like to say this, that your past cannot define your future. And so don't allow your past or what people have said about you or even what you have done in your past to, to, to uh, you know, dictate where you're going at in God today. In other words, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Remember, what the, uh, I sent a uh, scripture out the other day. Uh, God's mercies are renewed once a year. That's right. It's not once a year. I'm glad some of you looked at me like, what? No, no his mercies are renewed once a month. You know? No, no, it's every morning. His mercies are renewed. Some of you looked at me like, once a year. No, every morning. That, what does that say? That says that, that, that every day can be a new day in God. Maybe you messed up yesterday. Maybe you really missed it in God yesterday. Today can be a brand new day. Because God is the God of the do-over, and God is the God of the U-turns, and God is the God of the second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance. Can I get an amen there? He's the merciful Father we serve. So we don't have to be so great. He's, he's the great one. Amen. And so we need him. Amen. So we need to look at that, that sometimes we, 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 we go through stuff, but those, those things that we go through should not define us. And I believe that, that, that uh, Jabez was a man that, that did not focus on his pain. He, he, he thought bigger. You know, he thought outside the box. You know, because, you know, see, you got to start thinking outside the box. If you're going to move forward in God, you can't, you just can't say, well, you know, I'm limited by my income. I'm limited by this. No, no, there's no limitations in God. You got to think outside the box. Yes, Lord, 
I thought I was limited to the income that I made from, from the church. I thought I was limited until Amazon uh, uh, opened up to me and I started delivering for Amazon. I wasn't limited. And then God started opening my eyes to investments and all that. And I'm not limited. <laughs> and God started revealing things to me how to prosper in famine. Hallelujah. And God can, God can show you how to prosper even on a meager income. Do you believe that today? I mean, he can take the little and multiply. He's a, he's a multiplier. Do you believe that today? God is a multiplier. So, so we got we to remember that, that, that Jabez did not focus on his pain. He focused on the promise. And so this is what we got. And I've said this through our, my, my, my series that you cannot keep praying the problem and, and find the answer. You got to start. You need to go into the Bible and find the promise. And start standing on it. Don't keep praying to God, God, I'm in trouble. Help me, help me, help me. This is my problem. No, no. Start talking to God about his promises. God, you said in your word, if I serve you, you said in your word. Amen. And I believe your word. How many people believe God's word today? And so we have to do that. We don't want to rehearse the curse. We want to talk about the blessing. Amen. So, so there in, there's an account in 2 Kings 4, 18 and 37. And this is the account of the Shudamite uh, lady, the Shudamite woman. Uh, and she was a, a, a lady that, that made room for her house for the prophet Elijah. And, uh, and she would feed him. He would come in town. And then they made a room for, for him for when he came in town. It was like a little hotel for, for, the, for the prophet. And finally, you know, the, the prophet came to her and said, what would you like from me? What would I have connections? I'm now I'm paraphrasing it, but this is what the prophet said. I know the king. I can talk to the king for you. I have connections. What would you like? And uh, and so she would not even tell him what she wanted. She wanted if you're a prophet, you already know what I want. Right. And uh, and then finally, uh, you know, uh, his protege. Uh, came to her and found out that she didn't have any kids and, 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 and her, her husband was old. And so she said she doesn't have a child. And, and then, and then uh, the, prophet, uh, the prophet Elijah said, then that's it. You've been, you've been so gracious to me. God's going to be gracious to you. And gave her a son the following uh, year. And, and that was like an impossible task because her husband was old. We don't know how old he was, but she had the son. But we know that whenever you get a blessing, the devil will try to steal it. Do you know the devil will always come back after you're blessed to try to try to take back what God has given us? He will try to come back against us and try to steal. And so what happened? The boy at 12 years of age dies, right? And but but uh, she she this is talking about focusing on the promise and prayer. She she just uh, uh uh, saddled up uh, the, 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 the horse or the donkey and she, and she went to see the prophet. The husband said, is everything okay? It's not the new moon. Why are you going to see the prophet? She says, all is well. All is well. And then finally she gets her prophet and the prophet sends Gehazi Ge- Ge- uh, to her, which was his protege. And uh, he asked her what was wrong. Is everything fine? Is the boy fine? She said, all is well. Even when he said, is, is the boy okay? Now the boy died in her arms. And he's laying in the bed. And she says, all is well. Think about that. What, what, what am I saying? I'm saying don't let 
uh, setbacks rock your world. I'm saying don't, because God has it in hand. And whatever, there's a setback, get ready for a comeback. Are you hear what I'm saying today? Don't let the setback. And so she responded properly. And we know this, that, uh, that, that, uh, that Elijah raised her boy from the dead. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? But what am I saying to you today? What I'm focusing on is she kept saying it is well until she came to the prophet. And she said to the prophet, you told me you would not deceive me. That's what she said at the very beginning when he said you will have a child the following year. She said, please don't deceive me, prophet. And so and so what what happened? God, God blessed her because she was in a mode of blessing. So if you're going to walk in the fullness of God's blessing, you got to learn to be a blessing. Oh, man, I'm preaching today. I I know I sound like a broken record at times, but you're going to have to. And every time I see miracles in the Bible, listen, every time I read about miracles in the Bible, it, it just doesn't have God just throw a miracle. They have to do something for you remember that, 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 that prophet, I think it was Elijah, that went to the widow. And remember that, that the widow was, was, was starving. She only had enough just for a little cake for her and her boy. And I don't know if you remember the story. And she was going to eat it and die. And then the prophet goes, and if God sends the prophet to a widow, about ready to die, oh, the widow. And, and the man of God says, give me the cake first. Now, you know, it, was like, it would be like me saying to the widow here, you know, give me your, your, your government money first, you know. And, and, of course, it would be on CNN would be, be like that. that. That filthy pastor taking all the money from, uh, from, the, from the people that are in need, right? And so the prophet said, give me the cake first, right? But what happened? God did a miracle in her life. Remember, it was the cruise of oil that would not fail. Right. He, he got and she she got a she got a blessing that took care of her. In other words, she won the lottery. And God, she was covered for the rest of her life. She was she became a wealthy woman. Over a piece of bread or, or over a cake. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? What am I saying to you today? Whenever there's if you're going to walk in the miracles of God and the blessings of God, you have to you have to understand that you have to be a giver. You have to have a heart of giving because that is the key to walking in the fullness of God's blessings. You've got to want to be able to give out. Amen. You need to be praying every day. God, give me an opportunity to, to witness or to, to, to help somebody or do something for somebody. And, and you need to be praying these prayers every day. And when God starts putting people in your path and you start praying for these people, then your faith is going to really start working. In other words, you're not just going to be just hearing the Bible. You're going to be living the Bible. Are you hearing what I say? Reason why some of us are bored and going into sin is because we're not living the Bible. We're living, okay, for ourselves. But I won't go there. Amen. And uh, so it says here, uh, so, so we have to see that, that when we are in a mode of giving, and so what we have to do is uh, look at Jabez, and it says that Jabez was an honorable man. And when I think of an honorable man, when I think about that, I, I think about that, that he was a person that honored God with his life. And when we think about honoring God with our life, when you think about honoring God, it's really being obedient to God's word. Honoring God is obeying God. If you want to boil it down, it's obeying God with a good heart. 
with a good heart attitude. If you are honor, if you're if you're honoring God, you're obeying God. You're obeying His word with a good heart attitude. Is that right? When we honor God, we're obeying Him. In other words, we're doing things that sometimes our flesh doesn't want to do, but we're doing it anyway for God. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, the Lord revealed to me one day, because sometimes I have a problem walking in love. No, Pastor, no. Sometimes I do, because I, sometimes I can be short-tempered, and I, I like things done a certain way. I'm, I, I'm a perfectionist at times, you know, and, and when, I, when I say, anybody like that? Anybody, when you ask somebody to do something, they don't do it or they don't, you know, and they don't, they don't follow through or whatever. You're like, oh, man, does it, it disappoints you at times. And so, and so we, we, we like things a certain way. Some of us like things a certain way. Some of us are so laid back, it doesn't really matter. But, <laughs> and that's good because, you know, you got patience working in your life. And so, and patience is a virtue, right? And so, and so, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make sure that we're, we're following God's word and we're obeying him and we're praying for those who despitefully use us. And so Jabez, uh, was a man that honored God. And when I think about honoring God, I, again, I think about loving him through be, obeying his word. And I love this scripture about honoring God. And we got to look at this because how many people want supernatural increase in your life? I, really? I mean, I mean, I mean, you just don't want just just regular increase. You want supernatural increase. I mean, I, I want that in my life. And um, uh, with, with great power of increase comes great responsibility. Amen. <laughs> and uh, and so and so he says, uh, so so look, look at this scripture here in Proverbs three, nine and ten. It says here. Um, and this is talking about honor. It says here, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. I love that. So, so uh, now, now we're going into this and giving here. This is a scripture where I believe it's talking about tithing and giving offerings. And he, he's saying here, if you're going to honor the Lord... You've got to put him first. And if you want to see supernatural increase in your life, the test of, of a bountiful harvest for God to bring in our lives, the test is the tithe. Now, God can bless you and you can have a so-so blessing living a life not tithing. God still can meet your needs. But I just don't want my needs being met. I want to be an overflowing blessing for others. And so when he says, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase, then what, what that tells me is anything that comes in to, my, to me that's financially a blessing, anything I tithe on, okay, and, and I give back into the kingdom of God. I'm a tither. So I give back into the kingdom of God. Everything that, every increase, for instance, um, I, you and I, you know, I'm always seeing opportunities, and uh, I, I was, uh, and sometimes I see opportunities in people's trash. Anybody ever drive by somebody's house and they're throwing something away? And you say, "That's a good. That's something nice." Anybody ever notice that? Or you do you just drive right by it? Like, oh man, a table, something. And I'm like, what? What? They're throwing that away. You know what they say? One man's junk is another man's treasure, right? And so, I, so there was this table that was being thrown out, I, and it was like three doors down. I said, yeah, that's a nice table. And, I, and she, I, she, she says, what do you want to do? I said, let's carry it over to our house. So we picked up that table and walked three and put it in, in, in our shed, right? 
we put that table. And he said, I, and, and I found out about OfferUp. Somebody said, hey, have you thought about Marketplace and OfferUp, you know? And I went ahead and took some pictures of it to sell it, and it didn't sell. And so, and then it just kind of, uh, and so this was over a year ago. And so I just felt led. I needed to clean out my, and, and Yen kept saying, we need to get rid of that table. It's, it's taking up too much space in our storage unit in the back and uh, yard. And, um, and I said, well, I'm going to take care of it today. I'm going to clean it up, take a couple pictures of it. I'm going to sell that. And I did that. To, to, I was cleaning up my, my, my storage unit and uh, my storage shed. And I pulled it out, took some pictures. And within 30 minutes, somebody texted me and said, I want to buy it. And I was offering for $40. He said, would you take 30 I said, sold. <laughs> Just get it out of my house. Just come pick it up. I don't want to take it to the junkyard by myself. <laughs> and she came by, and they were so excited. They're going to give it to their daughter. And, and it, you know, and they, they were so excited about it. And, uh, and they paid me 30 bucks, and it was a good deal, right? Guess what? My wife said, we need to give $3 to the church. We got a tithe on that $30. I said, you're right. God blessed us, so we're giving that $3. It doesn't sound like much, does it? $3 on 30 But when you're making thousands, Pastor, it's a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah, but listen, it's nothing. It really is nothing compared to the blessings that God wants to bless us with. So we see here that when we have a, a heart like Jabez, and I believe he was like Abel. And, and, and Abel, remember Abel and Cain and Abel and the story of Cain and Abel? Cain just gave an offering, but Abel gave his very best. And it says in Hebrews eleven four, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying about his gifts, that through he being dead still speaks. So we see here that, that, that Abel pleased God, and he's forever immoralized in the Bible. And, uh, you know, as, as given his very best. So if you're going to walk in the grace of the blessing of God in your life, you've got to be a person that, wanted, that desires to give God your very best. In, in everything that we do, we should desire to give God our best. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? Malachi 3, 8 and 12 says it this way. Now, uh, it says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. And this says, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. Now, we understand that this is Old Testament. But, you know, there is some truth to this, that we can rob God. And I like to say it this way. Not only, in a a sense, uh, we're robbing God of his ability to bless us. We're robbing God of his ability to, to grant grace upon our life in the area of finances. We're robbing his ability to increase our life. And we see it says here, bring all the tithes and soil so that there may be food in my house and try me in this, says the Lord. And you see the three blessings. If I will not open the windows of heaven, pour out such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. Now, now, how many people have hit that blessing yet? That you got so blessed that you don't, you, you got, you say, Lord, I don't have, it's just way too much. Amen. I believe that some of us can get there. Where, where God can bless us so much that we have to figure out ways of giving it away. And so he's saying that when you are aligning yourself up with giving, the laws of sowing and reaping, uh, you will have this blessing that, that you won't even have room enough to receive. Uh, he says he will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so, so he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. What is that saying? All your investments and your endeavors will be blessed. We're not, we're not 
you know, farmers. Amen. This was an agricultural uh, society and they farmed. But, but whatever you put your hand to, uh, whatever your work is, God will bless you. God will give you favor with your boss. God will give you favor with your customers. God will give... Oh, you listen to what I'm saying to you today. God will bless you in the place that you work at. Amen? He will give you supernatural favor. Amen. And then it says here, all the nations will call you blessed. Notice that the blessed, all the nations will call you blessed. In other words, people will recognize the blessing of God on your life. I'm I, I talking to anybody today. I want people recognizing that I have the blessing on my life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And so, and so all the nations will call you blessed. That means people, people will see the blessing on you and they're going to want what you have. And then you can use that as a platform to talk about how good God is. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Use your stuff as a platform to let people know how good God is. Amen. And so when we tithe, and I want you to get an understanding of tithing. Tithing is giving 10% back of your, of your income or your increase back into the kingdom. And that's not just doing it once. That's doing it every time you get increase. Amen. And, and then giving offerings on top of that. Amen. As the Lord leads. And that's sowing seed into the kingdom. Amen. Now, let's look at these four keys real quick. And we're going to look at these four keys that, that Jabez prayed. Now, I really believe you could do these four keys, but if you're not a giver, it ain't going to work for you. You can, you can do these four keys, but if you're not tithing, giving offerings, you haven't passed the financial test and God can't really supernaturally bless you. In other words, you've got to obey God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And when, you're, when, you, when you start off doing that in obedience, then you can start praying the prayer of increase. Does that make sense? Because I want to help you today because I, I want to make sure that, you, that this church is blessed. I, I believe that God's going to raise up some millionaires in this church. Some of you are millionaires in the making. Amen. God can show, give you one idea. That can rock your world. That can change your life. That can change destinies of of your relatives. It it can change everything. One idea can change your life. And it says here, uh, he says here, let's look look at what uh, uh, Jabez prayed. It says, and that you would bless me indeed. And like I said earlier, sometimes we have a tendency of not asking God for anything. Sometimes we have a tendency of just trying to, you know, God helps those that helps themselves. And we kind of go with that, but there's, it's no scriptural basis on that. In other, in other words, God helps those that ask him to come into his life and help, him, help them. So God helps those that help them. Now, I understand that. That what that phrase means, it means that you got to, you know, pull yourself up from the bootstraps and get moving. Right. But but really, God helps those that bring him into their life. So we need to believe that God is, is the more than enough God. Do you, do you believe that? Yes. Now, in Ephesians 320, it says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. So Paul got this revelation, the Apostle Paul got this revelation that God can do abundantly above more than we can ask or think. So, so if we're praying as a prayer of increase, God can do even greater. 
Do you believe that today? God can even bless you supernaturally in, in, in so many different ways. So according to the power that works within us, what's that power? The word of God that we're standing on. The word of God that's in us according to the word. So how much word do we have working in us? Do you know any scriptures in increase? Do you study the scriptures? Do you meditate on the increased scriptures? We have, we have scriptures on, on uh, prosperity out there. Do you read those scriptures on a daily basis and meditate on them and thank God? See, you've got to have a heart of increase. You can't, you can't have a, a, a mentality of decrease in your life. Oh, what do I got to cut here and here, here, here? No, you got to have a mentality of increase for you to increase. Amen. And so, so we see this, and, and so, so Jesus demonstrated this all through his, his uh, ministry uh, when he changed the water to wine at the wedding. And we know that there was six water pots, and so they had to do something. Did you know before Jesus did the miracle, they had to follow an instruction? Do you know that they had to give God something? Do you know that, that there's no miracle without us moving first? Without us giving God something, right? And so, well, let, let's talk about the miracle of salvation. You've got to give your life to receive Jesus, right? You're giving your life away, right? And you're, 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 you're saying, God, I want righteousness. I don't want sinfulness. I, I, want, I want heaven, I don't want hell. <laughs> so, so for you to get that, you've got to give your life away, right? You've got to say, Jesus, I want you more than anything else. So, so, so there is a principle for the miracle to work, and that principle is kind of a swap. We swap our 10%, nothing, to, to his bountiful harvest. There's a swap going on. So when Jesus said, get six water pots and fill them with water. Now, I don't know how hard that was to do. Maybe they had to go to a well. Maybe they had to walk, you know, a, a half a mile down the road, get pots of water. I don't know where they got that water, but it took energy. It took time. It took all this. It may have took them a couple hours just to get those pots filled up. But they had to, they had to get that water from somebody. Amen. And they got that water and what did he, he filled up those six urns with 20 to 30 gallons a piece. More, more wine than they could use in that wedding feast. And remember when Jesus multiplied the loaves uh, this, uh, and he multiplied the, the, the loaves of the, the, the loaves and the bread and, and he multiplied it and, 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 and he took the little and he multiplied it and, and fed thousands of people with it. Notice that he used what they had. See, God's going to use what you have. See, if you don't have something to give into the kingdom, you're not just money, but your time, your talents, your prayers. God uses what you have. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Don't say, I don't have anything. You got something. There's something you can do. I, I, I heard about a lady that didn't, didn't have a lot of technical skills, but what she would do, she would cut out coupons and she would make little coupon books uh, to save people money and she would give them out to people. She was doing something. Amen. And, it's, and, and then, it, it, then she started getting blessed out of that. Amen. What, what, she was using what she had. Uh, when, when Peter... Uh, uh, was there and he was, he was fishing all night and, 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 and cleaning his nets because he didn't catch anything. He was toiling. 
uh, Jesus used his boat to preach out of. He, 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 he borrowed his boat to preach out of. And then finally Jesus said, let me do something for you now. You, did, you, you, you lent out your boat for the gospel. Let me do something for you now. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? And what happened? Jesus said, launch out, throw those nets over, and you'll receive all. And so what, what did they do? God, what I'm saying to you is God blesses what you give him. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? And the Bible says that their boat got so full of fish, they had to call other people, other boats over. That's, that's, that's amazing to me. That means that God can abundantly bless you so much, you're going to start looking to bless others. You're going to say, hey, man, how can I bless you? I mean, I, I'm, I'm rolling. <laughs> I'm rolling, man. Can, can I help you? Can I bless you? Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So, so, so the, the biggest mistake that we make in prayer is that we're not asking God for greater. We're not asking God for more. And again, you're going to have to give up something to receive something. In Genesis, Abraham had to give up leaving his family to get a greater family. Solomon uh, became king and, and he prayed. And, and, so, and so, you know, the second uh, uh, part of prayer is, is that, that, that God will, will bless me, right? God, that God uh, would, would uh, enlarge my territory, hallelujah, that God's hand would be on me. And so listen, we need to start asking God to enlarge our territory. We need to start asking God to, to uh, make us a greater influence for the kingdom of God. We, we, we need to realize that, that our life is not just about us. It's, it's about other people that we connect to and that God's connecting us to. So we're not, we're not an island unto ourselves. So we need to be praying, Lord, help me to be a blessing to someone today. Remember what Jesus said? Jesus said, let your light shine before men that men may see your good works and glorify God, which is in heaven. I remember that when I uh, was a youth minister and I served the God, I, I served God for many years, not getting paid for it. I served God, you know, uh, uh, and, and I was an usher. I was a youth minister. I put a lot of time in the church before I even became, you know, uh, a, a minister of the gospel where I'm actually now getting paid for it. But I, I sowed a lot of my time into the church. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? And I did it freely. Why? Because Jesus sowed his life to me. I'm, so, I'm so, sowing my life to Jesus. And I remember that, that I used to take the kids out to youth camps every summer. And I remember that I took the youth out one year, and my, ad, my attitude was different from the other years. My attitude of the other years, I did it out of obligation. And I just did it because I was expected to do that. Now, I did that, and I served God. It wasn't, I wasn't getting paid for it. It was out of my own free will. And but the third time I went to youth, I said, God, make me a blessing. Help me to bless these kids. And I remember when I prayed this prayer, my whole attitude, I had this spirit of joy on me. And it was like it was infectious. And the kids were just drawn to me. I was just having fun and just a joyful. And, uh, and, and they would have groups where, they, where we, would, we would compete against other kids in other groups. And, and us youth ministers would have like a group of maybe 15 or 20 kids that we would compete and play. And they would have names for their groups. And my group was the only name. They called it the David Lambert group. 
I said, why would you want to call it that? Call it the victory group or call it something else. They, they were just, they just enjoyed me being around. And of course, I was cutting up with the kids and loving on them. And God started using me in miraculous way at that camp. And I started praying for people and they were getting instantly healed. I, I, I never experienced that before in my life. I'm telling you, people that had problems, I, I went, I was, I, I went, I was, I remember I was at the conference and they were having a meeting and I, I'm always thinking, oh, the kids, some kids might be cutting up in the bathroom. I better go check it out, you know? And so I went in the bathroom and this kid was crying in the bathroom and I said, are you all right? And he said, oh, my ears hurt. I guess he, he, he was in the, in the swimming pool too long and he had earache. And I said, I said, God can, uh, God can heal you. Let me pray for you. And I prayed for him and it was like that pain in Instantly left him. And he was so excited. I remember that when they were having testimonies a couple days later, he got up and he said, God healed me. Right. He didn't use my name and even say that I prayed for him. But that's all right. Uh, uh, Because we're not trying. We don't get the credit. God gets the credit. But But he just said, God healed me. And God, I was like, Pastor David, pray for me. He didn't even say Pastor David. He just said, God healed me. And and he was amazed that God healed him so quick. And I was praying for other people and somebody hurt their ankle and, and it was instantly healed. And finally, one lady thought that, you know, that one of the ladies in there thought that I was a doctor. Because she asked me, she was having some physical problems and she asked me what, she, what, I, what, what, what was my doctor's recommendation. And I said to her, just, just do this. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, uh, uh, I don't have any natural remedies. All I, I have the, the power of Jesus' name. Amen? So, so, we, so we need to understand this, that, that when we pray for influence to enlarge our borders so that we can be a blessing and bring people into the kingdom, we need to pray that God's hand will be upon us. And, uh, you know, that, and this is really that God's presence would be upon us. What is the mark of God's presence? I really believe it's, it's three things. It's his peace, his joy, and his love on our life. I believe when people see the joy on our lives, the, the peace of God, that maybe things are coming against us and we're still calm, cool, and collected. That, that we're not being rocked by, the, by, by what's going on. You know, I wasn't rocked when they said the coronavirus. It wasn't like I was hiding under my bed. I, I, I just said no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Glory to God. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? But a lot of people got rocked with fear with the coronavirus. And, and a lot of people are still dealing with fear with the coronavirus. And I'm telling you, we should fear nothing. Pray about everything. And, the, and one person says, pray for ev- about everything and fear nothing. Are you hear what I'm saying? If you are constantly in a relationship with God, you should not be walking in any fear. Fear should be far from you. Amen. There's, there's, I think there, someone said there's 365 fear knots in the Bible, one for every day of the year. So, so here, pray that God's hand will be, be upon you. In other words, uh, pray for a greater anointing. Pray that God will increase the anointing on your life. Pray that the anointing would be increased. Uh, in, in Exodus 33, 15 and 18, uh, uh, Moses had the presence of God with him. And, and Moses was with God and, 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 God was, and God spoke to Moses face to face. Amen. And remember when, when, when Moses said, God, I want to see your glory. How many people are praying that? Lord, I want to see your glory. And, and remember God, uh, it says that his goodness passed by. 
Moses, and it showed that God was loving and kind, slow in anger and abounding in loving kindness and tender mercies. And it just showed the good. God wanted to show his goodness. He didn't show his, his power and his wrath and what he could do. He showed his power and what he could do to bless his goodness. We got to get a revelation of God's goodness. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? We got to get a revelation that, that God wants to put uh, his anointing on our lives. I pray for anointing every day. Amen. And, uh, and then number four, keep us from evil. And uh, in other words, divinely protect us from, from any kind. Now, it, it's similar to what we pray for the Lord's Prayer. Lord, deliver us from evil. And like I went over in the Lord's Prayer last week. But, uh, but not only deliver us from evil, but deliver us from doing any evil. In other words, help us not to do any evil. In other words, help us not to speak the wrong things. Help us not to think the wrong things. Help us to, to do the right things. Are you hearing what? It's easy to mess up with your mouth. It's easy to mess up with your thoughts. It's easy to think negative of people and circumstances and situations. You know, let, 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 let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord my God. Let the meditation of my heart. If, what, what are you thinking on? The Bible says, if you want peace to be mounted around you, glory to God, think on what's good and pure and holy, what's a good report, not bad report. Think of, think of good things. Amen? And, we, and really, our thoughts are so important. How we think really will we'll, we'll draw in the blessings of God or will draw in the curse. Our thinking and our words. If you wake up and you believe that you're the blessed of God, like the Apostle John, I'm the, I'm the disciple that Jesus loves. And you start waking up and feeling like you are blessed, right? And you're like, thank you, God. You blessed me today. Thank you, God, for your anointing that's on my life. Thank you, Lord, for the grace that's upon my life. Thank you, Father, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's nothing I can't do today. I can do anything. I can take out Goliath. Amen. I can take out anything because you're with me. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? You are with me. Amen. So we got to get a revelation of that. that and then, then that protection. Lord, just, just keep me from being, uh, you know, attempted to do the wrong things. Remove temptation from me. Any temptation. I don't want to be fighting temptation today. I don't want to be fighting against my flesh and, and, and go, because sometimes what the enemy will work on you and, and you're, you're, you're vacillating your mind. Should I or shouldn't I? You, about doing something wrong. Should I? You shouldn't be vacillating about should I or shouldn't I? In other words, the enemy wants you to start debating. Well, it, it's okay. You can get away with it. Nobody will know. You know, it's just between you and God, right? No, your sin is not just between you and God because we don't sin unto ourselves, the Bible says. We're not, we're part of the body as, as I, I preached before. So, so, so what am I saying? I'm saying that, that we need to make sure every day that we're praying that we don't enter into a temptation to sin for that day. Keep it away from us. Let's have days of heaven on earth. That's what I want. I want days of heaven on earth. 
So, so what I do when I'm praying the, the Jabez prayer, I'm going to get through this real quick. The first thing I say, Lord, bless me. Now, I'm including my wife. I'm including my children because I include all, and I'm including you guys into all my prayers. So I say, Lord, bless me, my wife, my children, the members and visitors of Exceed Life Church. And then I, with, with the blessing of, of wisdom and favor. That's the first blessing I want. Because the Bible says that Jesus grew in wisdom and favor with God and man. So if Jesus can grow in wisdom and favor with God and man, how about me? How about you? So I I say to the Lord, Lord, please help me to continue to grow in wisdom and favor. Father, give me my wife, my children, the members and visitors to the church, uncommon favor with you, Father, with your son Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with our angels. Give us uncommon favor. I say, give, give us favor with one another. Give us favor with our employers. Give us favor with our neighbors. Give us favor with the lost. Give us uncommon favor. Then I say, Lord, give me your wisdom. So, uh, you know, if Jesus grew in wisdom, wisdom is, 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 is not just knowledge, but it's knowing when to apply that knowledge. It's timing. It's like you can have knowledge to do something, but are you moving in the time of God? And, and, and is it syncing together? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So, so, so give, get your wisdom. And then I say to the Lord, give me understanding. Number two, in the, my prayer blessing, give my wife, give me an understanding heart. I want to understand why things work the way they work. Help me to understand your ways, God. I want to know how you think about things. Help me to understand my ways. I need to know my limitations and my giftings. I need to know what areas I need to stay away from. I need to know what, what I need to do to keep from moving in the wrong areas. And then help me to understand people's ways. Give me a discerning heart to know where people are at so I can help them. And then I say, help me to know the devil's, uh, how the devil tries to work against me and people. In other words, we, we should have discerning hearts and we should know how the devil works against us. Amen. And he works against us through division. Yes. Amen. And, 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 and through all that stuff. And, then, and then, I, then, then I pray, God, I'm asking for your anointing. And I'm asking for the best gifts of the Holy Spirit. Please give me, my wife, my children, the members and visitors of Like Church, the best gifts of the Holy Spirit. Give us words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discerning spirits. Give us uh, uh, special faith, working in miracles and gifts of healings. Give us tongues, prophecy, and, and, and interpretation of tongues. Give us the best gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I pray that. And I've noticed that in prayer, God uses me in some, some giftings when we're praying for people up here. And, and it's setting some people free, glory to God. And I believe you guys are going to be moving in it. You're going to be praying for people. God's going to be giving you words of knowledge. Words of wisdom. You're going to be tapping into people's hearts. Or you listen to what I'm saying. And then you need to pray for boldness because the enemy is trying to cause fear to keep us from launching out. We need boldness. We need courage. We need courage to start that business. We need courage to move forward. We got to have courage. The enemy will try to give you a thousand reasons why you shouldn't do something. Why you're going to fail. Why it won't work. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? No, you need courage. Like the cowardly lion. (laughs) Remember the cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz? He was a coward. He needed courage. Amen. We need courage. We need to be courageous. The Bible says be strong and courageous. 
so that you can inherit the land. He was talking to Joshua that just inherited the, the big church. Amen. He said, be strong and courageous. He said that a few times. Why? So you can inherit. You've got to have courage. And God can give you boldness. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Then, of course, then I say, enlarge the territory. Enlarge our territory, Father. And so, so th- this is what I'm telling you how I, I, how I pray. Lord, increase the church. Bring more people in so we can help more people. Increase the people that's watching online. Help us to be able to minister to greater numbers so we can set more people free. Get them healed, saved, delivered, and set free. Help us to be a greater blessing. Enlarge our territory. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And then, of course, Lord, keep me from all evil today. Amen. Yes. Keep me from all evil. And so when we when we pray these prayers that, 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 that God is, you know, would bless us indeed and that he would enlarge our territory, that that his hand of anointing would be on our lives and that he will keep us from doing the wrong things. How can we lose? How can we lose? When we pray in prayers like that every day, I'm telling you, I've heard stories of people praying the Jabez prayer and God has launched them from, uh, from places where nobody knew who they were to where, people, where they're doing so many things for good for so many people that God launched them out. When I hear some of these pastors like Jensen Franklin, you know, he's a mega, uh, he has a mega church. He has many different churches. I don't know if you ever heard of Jensen Franklin. He, he has books on fasting and all that. God's truly blessed him. His dad pastored a church and I, uh, it was, I guess it may have been the same church or similar church. He pastored a, a small church all his life. But you know what? Franklin, you know, pastors the mega church. Now, they're going to get the same reward. It doesn't matter if it's big or large. It matters about your heart and what God gives you. But, 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 uh, but his son uh, you know, received the greater, the greater blessing. And I believe this today, that when we're walking with God and we're walking right with God, uh, that our kids should be more blessed than us. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? We're not just living for ourselves. We're believing that our seed will be blessed. Did you receive it this morning? I want you to get a heart of increase. I want you to start believing God for more. Not just for yourself, but for people all around us. Why? Because we, we're, we're a miracle for somebody. We're an answer for somebody's prayer. Do you believe that today? And then we're answering somebody's prayer. Our prayer is going to be answered. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you for your mercies and for your goodness and for your love. I thank you for those in the audience. I thank you for those watching online. And Father, I thank you. Perhaps there's somebody in the audience or maybe someone watching online that that you haven't totally given your entire life to God. You you haven't uh, uh, committed everything. God is, Jesus is your Savior, but he's not really your Lord. You're not really following him like you need to. And you need to come back to God. And, or maybe you never made Jesus the Lord of your life. And you need to pray a prayer. You need to do a U-turn today. You, you need to do a start over. Amen. And God is the God of the second chance, third chance. Amen. So I want you to pray this prayer after me and me in your heart. If you're ready to move forward in God, say, Dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. 
Today, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org 